Blog Talk Radio. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and his mercy. Just remember, he wants you to have everlasting life. Oh, he promised me life and victory. He said, hold out and then you'll see. Don't wait till the battle is over. Just lift your hands and raise them high. All the blessings he has in store for you Every word he said is true Just have a little faith And receive your destiny Welcome back uh, our past listeners 
and friends of the Ladies' Lounge Radio Talk Show. That's right, this is Miss G's Ladies' Lounge, and I am your host, Miss G. I can take my time a little bit tonight um, because I'm flying a little bit solo tonight. So it's just me hanging out here, and I've got some good stuff for you. So don't get discouraged, um, even though I don't have um, an interview today with anyone I have an interview with the Holy One and he's gonna he's gonna just tell us some things today through my voice you'll hear it through my voice so just stay tuned and just listen in um, I'm not sure listen if you're driving home from work if you're headed out somewhere special if you're sitting in your recliner or just laying back but whatever you're doing you know how we like to say it stop and take a moment to breathe relax And put your mind at ease. Let me do the talking and you can take a moment to listen because this is your relaxation station. And I'm here to make your day. Before we do anything, we're going to start with an opening prayer. Our God and our Father, we thank you for this day that you've given us. Another day to open our eyes, to see, and to ears to hear, to move our limbs. And we thank you for the blessings that you have given us. We thank you for the protection that you have provided. We thank you for the many open doors and the many ways that you've made. We thank you for our sisters and our brothers. And we pray today that you would help us to find unity and love as we share with one another in this time. And that someone will be positively affected by this segment. And I give your name praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, first, uh, let me introduce myself. Um, Some of you may be new and some of you may have been coming here. And I don't really uh, introduce myself very often. So I'm just going to take a moment and introduce myself. My name is Gwen. Um, I am actually uh, under the title in um, in New Jerusalem International Christian Ministries. I'm under the title of Elder Gwen Finley. Um, but I don't mind being called Gwen. I don't mind being called Miss G. Um, that's who I am. Uh, I I love the Word of God. I love sharing with people. I love sharing and uh, creating platforms for people to be able to share their gifts, share their passions, and share the things that they love to do. And so that's who I am. Um, I am also um, a licensed practical nurse. Um, Just to give you a little bit of my own background, I've been a nurse for over 27 years, and um, I've worked in so many different arenas. So I've had experience from the babies. I started out with babies, and ironically, I'm back with babies now, (laughs) but um, getting ready to go back into uh, dealing with the elderly Uh, So I I deal with all ages. I work with all ages. I love um, sharing, as I said, the Word of God, and I love reading the Word of God and studying the Word of God. In the Word of God, we find so much life. Uh, God has given us this uh, manual to help us through this this journey that we're on. Um, A lot of people like to call it a journey. Uh, A lot of people like to name it as our destiny, uh, what's ahead of us. But God has given us this manual and this blueprint. He used various people. He did not sit and 
say everything uh, word for word that's in the Bible by his own tongue, but he did use uh, various writers and various prophets, various uh, missionaries and evangelists and those that would hear his word. He used them to uh, pin the experiences of their times the experiences and the word that God did give unto those leaders. So today I wanted to, uh, I was reading this morning, I was reading my, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm, I sound like I'm babbling. This is a little different for me. I, I like to have that dialogue, but I don't mind talking a little bit. So I'm not going to talk very long. I have some other music that I'm going to play um, for you as well. And, and we'll pray a little bit, but um as I was studying the word on this morning and I was doing my, I like to do the devotions. Um, they have different devotionals uh, within the version um, by Life Bible. I think it's called LifeTVBible.com uh, and it's version. But anyway, I was studying my devotional this morning, and the name of this devotional is Refined, Finding Joy in the Midst of the Fire. And I'm going to um, share some of this with you. Um, this morning, the this, this subject was talking about uh, the three Hebrew uh, men, uh, they called it in this devotional. And we all know uh, well, I shouldn't say we all know because there may be some that don't know, but for those that do know, we recognize the story about the three Hebrew boys, they called them, who was uh, named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, yeah, you heard a whole bunch of, I'm sure you heard a little, you know, the Shadrach, Meshach, and that bad Negro, you know, you heard all of that good stuff. Well, today I was reading and they were talking, This the devotional was talking about their ordeal as they were cast into the fiery furnace. Now, um, there's been many stories about it, and I think some people made up their own stories, and some people, you know, uh, use this scripture because it it's so easy to come uh, to come into an awareness with this scripture on the actual trials that we go through in life and what God can bring us to. Um, if we're able to withstand the fire. So a lot of people like to use this particular um, chapter in order to get that point across to the audience. So today I'm not going to do anything much different. I just thought of something as I was reading this this morning. The Lord just dropped this thought in my spirit, and it said, the hotter the fire, the greater my praise. I'm going to repeat that just to make sure that you heard it. The Lord dropped that in my spirit. The hotter the fire, the greater my praise. Now, in this um, in this chapter, uh, the three Hebrew men, they encountered the fire, um, and they say that they were still tied up and in their clothes. Their hands were tied to their sides, and their legs were tied together so that they would be unable to escape. Now, I'm reading from the devotional that I had this morning, um, and it says the powerful and controlling Nebuchadnezzar was incredulous. What he saw in the fiery furnace was causing him to experience dry mouth fear and heart-pounding panic. 
The greatest earthly king who ever lived saw not three men, but four men in the fiery furnace that have been heated seven times hotter than usual. Now, let me repeat that. The furnace had been heated seven times hotter than usual. He also noticed that a peculiar and troubling detail concerning these men, they were no longer bound and tied up, but they were loosed and walking about. I'm getting excited just reading this right here all over again. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were having the worship service of their lives while in a fire that had slayed the wimps of the kingdom of darkness. These three courageous, faith-filled men were dancing with Jesus. They were not burning alive, but they were in the presence of the greatest king who would ever live at any time in history. Uh, And um, so I heard someone on, uh, I believe it was on Saturday night, I heard someone um, talking about this same subject, which really blew my mind as I read it this morning. And I was like, wow, I just heard her talking about this. I believe it was on Saturday night and how she talked about the, the, one of the things that stuck out in her mind was not the fact that these three were thrown in the fire, but that the people who threw them into the fire were not even able to withstand the fire on the outside. <laughs> now, isn't that amazing? I, I'm sharing this. It wasn't, it's not something that I, um, that I thought of all on my own, but I was, I'm repeating what she was saying on the other night. And the per, the people that threw them in, the commanders and the soldiers that threw them in, they themselves were not able to withstand the fire. But the three that were actually in the fire, those three did not even get a singe of hair. They didn't even get a, a, a burn, first degree, second degree, third degree. No degrees were they burned. They are not burned. They were not tied up is what they said, what, uh, what the king said. Look, I see four men walking around in the fire. They're not tied up, and they are not burned. And the fourth man looks like a son of the gods or the son of God. Yes. So this was um, an amazing story. It was such an amazing story, and it wasn't something that was um, told just to give us another story about the Bible. But this was something that was sent to give us a a guideline and a blueprint of how to handle our fiery tests and how to handle our fiery storms. So, um, you know, most of us, we experience our hard times. We experience trying times. And even as we experience these times, we have a responsibility to go through with a certain mindset and a certain attitude. In Isaiah 26 and 3, the word of God tells us that the prop, as the prophet Isaiah sends a reminder to God, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in you. In this scripture, I believe that Isaiah felt the need to verbally, uh, verbally, 
you know, verbalize the security of the mind stayed on God, even in the middle of our darkest time or our fiery trials or our tribulations. This documentation not only reminded God of his promise to his faithful believers, but also sent an assurance to the believers not to give up in the middle of the trial, because as promised he, God, will keep us in perfect peace if we keep our minds stayed on him in covenant and if we keep our minds stayed in covenant with God by trusting in him forever, knowing and acknowledging that he is God, he is our God and our everlasting strength. Now, as God, um, as good as that sounds, it had to be a supernatural uh, event for the Hebrew boys. Think about it. This had to be such a supernatural event not only for those that were watching, but even for the Hebrew boys themselves. I, I, I'm, I'm sure they had, their faith was so elevated that they probably just did not um, think about it a whole lot at that moment because they were, just, they were just walking by faith. They refused to follow what the king of the land said because they knew that they had a king of kings that they needed to follow. They refused to bow down to the idol worships. They refused to to even eat the meat and do the things that the king uh, of the land um, had tried to tell them to do. But instead, instead, they stood their ground knowing that if we just stand still, if we just keep our faith in God, he himself is going to deliver us. And just like that, just like that, I mean, they could have given in at the very last moment. They could have decided, hey, we don't want to get thrown into that fire. We don't want to burn. We don't want to singe. We don't want anything to happen to us. So let's just all just say forget about it and turn around and go back. But no, they decided that it can get as hot as it wants to get. They turned the fire up seven times hotter, and it had to be one of those. Have you ever been out on a summer day? when it's like 99.9 degrees or 100.1 degrees and you step outside of your air-conditioned home and you step out into that heat. I remember going to Houston, Texas. It was my very first time. And I I did not know anything about the heat in Houston, Texas uh, because I was from the moisture area in in uh, New York with the beaches around. So we always had a little breeze. But when I got to Houston, Texas, I stepped off of the plane and immediately I could see the heat waves rising from the ground and immediately my breath was taken away. So I'm thinking about that as I'm thinking about these Hebrew boys being thrown into this furnace, this fire, this blaze turned up seven times hotter, and yet, yet, you don't read anywhere where they complain, they scream, they yell, they ask for somebody to get them out. You don't read that anywhere. But what you do read is that even in the midst of them being tied up, in the midst of them being bound, they still went forth with the plan. And as they got in there, who met them in the fire? Who met them in the fire? That's the question. 
See, you might be going in the fire, but just know you're not going in by yourself. He is here to meet us within the fire. He's here to meet us in our furnace, in our trial, in our fiery furnace time. He is there to meet us. And and I'm sure he probably beat them there. He was waiting for them to get there. I'm waiting for y'all to get here. Here I am. Don't don't even get upset because I'm right here already. I already know what this feels like. I already know. But I'm here to surround you and just being in my presence. Just you being in my presence is going to keep the fire back. The fire is not even going to be able to touch you because you're in my presence. Ah, That is so good right there. Just being in my presence, the fire can't touch you no matter how close you are to it. You're in the middle of it. You're walking through it, but the fire cannot touch you because you're in my presence. And so I began to think of that this morning, and it came to my mind, the hotter the fire, the greater my praise, because I'm recognizing that I might be in the middle of the fire. I might be in the middle of the trial. I might be in the middle of the tribulation. I might be in the middle of what seems to be the most discouraging time of my life. But in the middle of it all, if I stay in the presence of of the one who's able to deliver me, if I stay in the presence of the one who has all power in his hand, if I stay in the presence, hallelujah, thank you, God, if I stay in his presence, he's going to keep the fire back. Everything that comes to try to consume me, he's going to keep it back. It has no ability to consume me because I'm I'm surrounded. I am surrounded by his glory. I'm surrounded in his presence. I am surrounded by his power and his strength. And as the scripture said in Isaiah, as it said in Isaiah 26 in the fourth verse, that uh, in, by trusting him forever, knowing and acknowledging that he is our everlasting strength. Know that God is there always. It's not just uh, for this moment or for that moment. Because sometimes we get so much into our good moments that we even forget, hey, God is still right here. He's still right here. The Lord is still surrounding us. He's still covering us. But we, everything is going good, so we don't acknowledge his presence. But when we get into that fiery furnace, all of a sudden we can see. We begin to see and recognize. But guess what? He was there all the time. He saw you walking into the trial. He saw you walking into the fire. He saw where you were headed. And he said, I'm not going to let you go by by yourself. I'm actually going to go before you. I'm going to go before you. And just like he parted the Red Sea, I believe he parted the fire. I believe he parted the blaze. I believe he parted, hallelujah, the heat waves. And so they could not touch them. Just imagine that. Imagine being in the middle of that fire and the Lord is standing there and you're looking at the fire. You're surrounded by this fire, but it's not coming near you. It has no ability to even touch you. So this is the word that the Lord has brought on today. So I want to encourage you 
that while you're going through your trials, while you're going through your tribulation, while you're going through the fire, that is not a time for you to get sad. I'm speaking to myself. This came to me. I've been studying these uh, devotionals, and the Lord has shown me. And another thing I've figured out is that until you get these lessons in your head, until you really do uh, go through, as I said earlier, when you go through with the right mindset and with the right attitude, the fire can be over in a minute. <laughs> it might take a little longer if that's what the Lord plans for you, but it'll be over in your mind because you'll realize and you'll recognize that you already have the victory, that the fire can't touch you. So already the the, the trial is over. You're no longer even dealing with that. You're moving on to something else. Hey, I don't have no money in my pocket, but I moved on to something else. I don't have no job, but I moved on to something else. I don't have no friends, but I moved on to something else. My husband left me, but I moved on to something else. It doesn't change the situation. The situation is still there, and the circumstance is still there. But if you begin to praise God in the midst of it, it will not hold you back. It will not consume you. It will not take your mind and take your life from you. But but while you're praising God, through the midst of this trial and through the midst of this tribulation, if you can just praise God and just see your way through this. Uh, I I put up a status once that said that uh, a lot of people like to say we see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you need to know that there is light in the tunnel. There's a light in the tunnel. You just need to turn that light on. A lot of times we walk in through the dark places, We're walking through the dark place without turning the light on. We have access. We have the ability to turn the light on. It's in your hand. What are you going to do with it? It's in your mouth. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to praise God through the trial, or are you going to cry, sit there and cry, and wait for someone to pity you? Just get yourself up, Ah, dust yourself off, pat yourself on the back, And keep it moving. David encouraged himself in the Lord, and you need to do the same thing. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Begin to praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I praise you, O God. I praise you even though things don't look like they should. I praise you even though I feel like I am at the bottom of the barrel. I still praise you because I know that you have it all in control. I know that you will take care of me. Every one of my needs is met already. Every one of my situations is already worked out because it's in your hand. And I praise you, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can just praise him in the midst of the storm, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God, hallelujah. Listen, through Christ we have the victory. Through Christ, every one of our trials, hallelujah. Through Christ we have the victory. We are overcomers. So just put your trust in God. Put your trust in him and know that he will, he will take care of you and he will perform it. Listen. I am Ms. G. I'm so glad that you joined me on today. I'm so glad that you decided to play this back if you didn't make it live. I'm so glad that you got an opportunity to hear the word. I hope uh, and pray that the word will germinate in your spirit and in your heart and will help something to leap with inside of you, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're dealing with. It doesn't matter if it's, if you're grieving. It doesn't matter if you're just if you're just having a low self-esteem moment. It doesn't matter. 
if you can just muster up a praise, hallelujah, if you can muster up, hey, shout, if you can muster up something in your spirit and begin to give God a praise, you'll begin to see the fire dwindle down. You'll begin to see the waves back up, and you'll begin to see God doing what he does. So just remember, just remember, keep the praise higher because the hotter the fire, your praise needs to go greater. Your praise needs to be greater than the heat of the fire. And today, I just want to say thank you so much. Listen, join us again. We'll be back on next Monday. We have uh, we have Ms. Shaja Andrews joining us on next Monday um, for from the she is the CEO of Do You Speak Our Language. She's going to be joining us on next Monday, and she's got some great uh, words to share with you. She's got a great um, program, a great uh, ministry that she has uh, begun. And so we're going to chat it up with her about that. And then the following week we have uh, Miss Kizzy Walker. She's a psalmist, uh, brand new out there on the cut. We're going to hear about her new singles that she has available. And then the next week, March 27th, we have evangelist Monique Walker. Listen, it's getting busy. It's getting great. You don't want to miss this. It's about to be the best time of our life. So just remember, through Christ, we triumph. We have the victory. I love you all, and be blessed. We're going to make some declarations tonight. Decreeing and declaring some things in the spirit. The only thing in the world that's reliable is the word of God. Everything else is unreliable. That's why we declare this. Unreliable. 